It's not a competition, but then again, everything is. Like trying to have a conversation, and afterwards asking who wins. Every person that you talk to is the co-host of that moment in your life. Might be one podcast too many, but we're only one small slice of the pie. It's the cultural content consumption appraisal. did it you're here you made it it's just an island in the ocean your podcast partner his eyes light up he's so happy he's convinced you did the intro right you're thinking listen however the intro comes out the intro is right it's fine we're sipping our coffee it's a long morning you've had your breakfast i've had my breakfast and now it's time to have some opinions about some culture and also you had a few texts exchanged you had a few not even debates or constructive meetings just a few shrugs of the shoulder and assertions that you know what sometimes we take too long sometimes i feel like if we're talking about taking too long it's mainly about my monologues but hey ho i feel like christopher you're also a big part of them even though you're not helping me out with that right now but the taking today <laughs> looks looks suspiciously to the side but we're thinking today after a little introduction to our podcast format and how it works out through a little 30 second game you may or may not be familiar with we're gonna get down to some reviews straight away ladies and gentlemen and all the extras we're gonna fit in at the end how are we feeling about that christopher sure yes indeed <laughs> and now... but, but, but can i just ask what you had for breakfast <laughs> i was that was literally that's so funny i was about to ask you that i had one tiny little segment of dark chocolate <laughs> and that, sounds, you? that sounds that sounds delightful it was delightful <laughs> but it is was... it a segment if it's not a chocolate orange uh, oh, that's a very good point. I think it is, yes, because that's the only term I could be bothered to come up with this early in the morning. It was ginger dark chocolate as well, so very particular flavour in my mouth right now. Wow. I know, right? <laughs> and you, what was your breakfast? Just two pieces of toast with some peanut butter jelly. That's a, <laughs> that's a lot and more... I, I, I thought that was glamorous, but no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot Out more here. hearty. I like that yeah. word, a hearty breakfast. You did have a hearty breakfast. But 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 for all those sort of fitness people, apparently dark chocolate is good for you. That's what I'm, that's what we're, that's what we're saying. That's what I'm out here doing. Antitoxins. <laughs> so when you were running a few minutes late for our recording, you were just yeah. having a whale of a time with some toast, yeah. Oh, uh, that was about twenty minutes before that. Oh, I was okay. too busy trying to get work ready. I hear which, you, bro. So I hear you. I literally hit stop and run out the door. Oh, mate, we're doing <laughs> this. We're on top of everything, and that's why. Let alone for the funds. And the shits and the giggles and the lols and the LMAOs and the ruffles and the what have yous. I am going to <laughs> I'm going to describe how our podcast works in 30 seconds because we're busy men with lives and we have to get back to them. So enough of this podcast nonsense. Rather than beat about the bush, let me tell you in 30 seconds how this stuff works. You ready to kick me off, mate? I am, I am, but I think this is the first time that within the first few minutes of the pod that a video pod would have been good. Just oh, do you reckon? From my, yeah, just from my reactions to your words. <laughs> but um, one day, one yeah. day, for the, for the Patreons out there, if they want to give us £99 a month. Then... For, for the imaginations of our listeners, um, Chris, yeah, just imagine Chris's facial expressions and I just look very tired and yet I'm saying things. Um, okay, ready. All right, Let's but you've go. got 30 seconds to explain to everyone right. what this pod's about in right. three, two, one, go. Okay, so I recommend something to my podcast co-host. The podcast co-host recommends something to me. And then we both go off into our little lives, our little routines. And even though we're consuming other things already, we fit consuming this thing into our routine. And we also consume the thing that we recommended to make sure we can talk about it with some level of authority and take. We rejoin and then we discuss them we review them so to speak and you know we just have a little conversation about culture Let's go. i think you know i think you know it well sometimes we, i try i'm just gonna cut and paste that one in each week so. <laughs> yeah, that one was just the one wasn't it that's funny it, it was the one it was the one um now 
Yes. I, um, uh, you were just asking, I think you saw my B-reel yesterday and you saw that I was in the cinema. And mm-hmm. so um, I'm immediately going away from the plan of discussing uh, <laughs> the reviews. <laughs> and it was just instinctive. Let, let me stick to reviews today. I could talk about all of no, that no, nonsense no, no. later. I, I, I'm desperate to know what you watched. Okay, okay. Watched. so just a very quick, the week that was in culture, I thought I have to see one more time post-Oscars, everything, everywhere, all at once. I knew it. I saw Jamie Lee Curtis on your little picture. Yeah, was that like, was... He hasn't, has he? I have. <laughs> and uh, I felt exactly the same. There was no need to have seen that again. But it was a good time. <laughs> it was a good time. It was a good film. Good. <laughs> Imagine. Wow. I, I, I mean, I, I, there, there might be more to say, of but... All the things that you can talk for 20 <laughs> minutes on. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just got... Yeah, it was, it was like every now and again... I really don't want to be this guy, right? I don't want to be typecast. I don't want to. You're have, being that guy. I but there's like the, the same, just recurring opinion over and over. Whenever any sort of either comic book or action movies thrown my way, but like right now, I guess I got to say the truth. Sometimes some marriage stuff is going on in that film. Some mother daughter stuff. Sometimes some stuff is going on, and I'm like, oh, I'm engaged. This is interesting. I'm watching some real human behavior and human story. And then suddenly there's like forty different time continuum places and she's eating gum and punching herself in the face to transfer to a different thing and there's another and i was like yeah okay that sort of stuff was really like inventive and fun and don't get me wrong and it was almost like it made me think it's like if someone watched a a, a charlie kaufman film but was like a bit more interested in like the actiony part of it or like grew up with marvel and comic book movies but wanted to put like a twist on it like don't get me wrong it was so inventive and so much cooler than your typical action or comic book movie but i think what i'm actually trying to say a compliment i was so interested in the acting around just the human interplay that i was like oh just give me a bit more of that actually um but yeah it was enjoyable it was fun and it's still very interesting to me culturally that it was is now an oscar winner like it's going to take me a while to figure that one out that just seems so like i i was thinking while it started parasite won the best picture a few years ago that to me seems so like crazy deserving to the point of like actually i'm not sure it's a good look to win the oscar because the oscar usually goes Mm. to the slightly lamer option um so yeah conflicted (laughs) feelings and you got them out of me well done Cool. And I'm just going to leave that there. I, I, I just think it's a movie that has everything, and I, and it has it everywhere, and it has it, and it, has it all, and it has it all. At once. And I, I didn't even go into that thinking that I was going to say that. <laughs> but you do think it's a movie that has everything. I remember that was a, a point of contention with you for a while, where you really wanted me to see it, and you really wanted my point of view. And I'm almost feeling like something about having a podcast where you say but your you know opinion every week. We're allowed to have different opinions. This is true. Oh, this is one yeah. of my favourites. But I actually caught myself like sighing at myself for having this opinion. I was like, oh, is this really my opinion again? Can't I have something that's slightly more either interesting or different like jeff doesn't like the cool stuff like that can't be my place but apparently right now it is because we all want to be cool <laughs> we do we do we all, right? all want to be part of the conversation we all want to get it I, I i get i have an argument almost weekly at work about that movie it's quite funny oh really what's yeah, the... just a couple of people were just like i don't get it it was trash it was just it was the biggest mess ever and oh, I'm like, well is... you're dumb listen so that's an interesting one right that if i yeah. came out with more of that energy i bet i'd be a big defender because i think yeah. parts of it are really interesting and original it's because yeah. it feels like everyone's so in love with it that i can't help but feel it necessary you, you, i, I mm. just uh I think maybe go on YouTube, find those mm. Easter egg videos about the movie. Ah, oh, do you reckon? Yeah, because you, you, you love a doc. You love I do a deep love a dive. doc. I do love and a deep the, dive. There's, a, there's enough sort of Easter eggy things out there that show just the detail that sat by, almost behind the first layer. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, that's Goog- awesome. Googly eyes and donuts everywhere. some of the some of the stuff is uh i really like the the googly eyes and just if you can feel it's definitely one of those movies where you can feel so much work and love Mm. and thought went into it so that's that's really awesome too and to take your take on a very early Mm. podcast Mm. it's nice that there's a big blockbuster that wasn't a marvel movie yeah the fact that i'm out here hating you you're out you're out there defending (laughs) avatar for that reason (laughs) (laughs) good old avatar maybe i should rewatch that Maybe not. Maybe but not. you know what I did make you watch, Jeff? To get to the plant-based meat. Yes. I made you watch an episode 
of The Apprentice. Can I just tell the people, because I feel like they're very confused. This is something in our Google Doc that we use to refer to, like, the main portion of our podcast. Yeah. We call it the plant-based meat. It's based We've on a joke. We've said it before, but I'm just saying, now we almost use it as a as a shorthand, and it's a very us shorthand. So yeah, the plant Jeff, based- Jeff's out here having a go at me for being a vegan. Imagine having a go. I rate you. <laughs> I uh, admire. I uh, one day hope. But uh, the plant-based meat of today's podcast was... The Apprentice, <laughs> Series 17. Um, I, I didn't even look at that. Yeah, I think so. I think it comes so. on and I click on the button. <laughs> yes, I think so. Now, before I give my review, I did just want a bit of, uh, like, sorry, Season 16. And it was Episode 11. Um, and, yeah, just uh, because I feel like we were doing a thing of, like, let's just let's just get to it. Let's, let's be pitching mm. and, and getting out of here last week. I, have you watched all 16 seasons? Are you a big Apprentice guy? I feel like we've never talked about The Apprentice before. Um, yeah, it's like one mm. of those reality TV things that I... It's my, it's a guilty pleasure. Mm. I watch it. I find it fun. I mm. think the contestants are getting worse each, ah, okay. <laughs> each year. Interesting. Um, We're about and, to speak to that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I think... I think they're getting younger as well, or they're now... They've, ah. they've gone from being almost like... They've, they've almost gone through a few generations of people. And mm. I found this year quite interesting because I think their takes on sort of, of life and, and stuff like that, they, they're just different. They're probably Gen Zers now. This is interesting. Maybe? Okay, so you're watching The I Apprentice. You're aging is what's happening. I made that, okay, you, <laughs> ma- you made it. <laughs> you summed it up a lot quicker. I'm older, they're younger. Done. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but it was... It was uh... Okay, that's an interesting context yeah. for me, though. But yeah, I, I've I've watched it every year. I think oh, since, okay. since very early on. It's wow. just been one of those things that, as as it's come out each year. I've always okay, so it. for me, The Apprentice is that American show that they somehow got a president from, and then we've mm-hmm. got our version that has that really really annoying guy from Twitter hosting it. That was my yeah. context for The Apprentice. I've seen bits and bobs of episodes here or there i know he goes you're fired and the camera goes to his hand and it's very odd um and i i know the basic outlines um Mm. okay so i watched this episode right and and as i watched it i noticed there was a nice little previously and and the guy the narrator tells you what's happening (laughs) so i thought ah jeff jeff's in a safe i do i do like a little previously Uh, that's true i do like a little previously now besides that though last i have one more question before i dive into my quick review was, yeah. was there a specific reason this episode jumped out at you as oh i want this for either jeff or the pod like because a few times something would happen mm. and i'd be like is this is this just a uh, as as a non-apprentice fan it seemed yeah. like a, a quite how what's the word here a pretty crazy episode just in the sense of everyone was pretty shit at their interviews <laughs> and it was quite amusing but i was thinking is it like it seemed very gimmicky that all the people were like big into like this is shocking numbers. You're not doing it right. Like it seemed mm-hmm. like part of the way they were like happens every year. Right. Okay. So I was thinking maybe happens that's... most of the years, but I think again, mm. I feel like they're getting worse. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. But yeah, was there anything else particularly? Cause sometimes I... with us too, it's like even just one moment or you go, Oh, I want to send this to the guy. Was there anything? Well, I think it was just, um, in terms of the full season, mm. <clears throat> sorry. Mm. Uh, this is an episode where you'll actually get to know the, people a bit uh, more deeper you'll understand the business plans and all this mm, sort of stuff so for, mm. up until this point we had no idea what these people's business plans were mm. and i always find like i think that's like a massive flaw in the show because i'm like there are people who probably left with probably a better business plan but mm. didn't do well on a task mm. um but i just thought you could come into it you learn about these people in a bit more detail if it's one of those task ones you might not know or get to know the individuals because there's loads of them or something mm. like that so mm. i thought in terms of reality show you could you could watch this in isolation and it would yes be, oh i like that in one yeah. of those like uh the equivalent of a bottle episode like you did with mythic quest where i could just yeah dive in okay well okay listen i kind of said it already so i might as well just yeah they're get, all shit they're all but like bless them man they also it, it almost <laughs> seemed like the show's a bit of a weird setup where like if they weren't it's trying to get them to be shit for the entertainment values it reminded me of like the shit singers on x factor weeks mm. in the early days of uh that show of every season right where like part of the entertainment is just them getting absolutely bollocked and you're sat there like oh vicariously like imagine that was me getting bollocked that would be so 
like crazy and this thing kept happening of um the women because it was all women which wasn't a gimmick it just happened to be a thing yep um <clears throat> just to clarify um and then uh they kept calling Karen Brady Karen, and then she'd be like, "Oh, it's Baroness Brady." And they kept like dying and of cr- and of cringing, <laughs> and so did I. And it's funny because we we're talking about. I, I've just thought of this now that you were always like, you like a bit of the on on the spectrum of comedy. You can go quite like yeah. cringe. This is but where it's real. <laughs> yeah, this is where my cringe starts to falter because it seems to have a lot of the apparatus of like reality stuff around it. But they're all like, hey, girls, how you doing, girls? All right. And then they all talk into camera and they're all talking to each other. And it's very, like, forced in that reality show mold. This is so interesting to me. I don't know how you're a reality guy. And I didn't realize it sometimes. But, of course, you are. And you love a bit of RuPaul and great. But uh, then the uh, actual... RuPaul is, RuPaul's amazing and it's not reality. It's, it's, it's oh, life-changing. I'm not uh, disputing the amazingness at all. Oh, it's all, totally reality. Is... I'm just... Okay. I just... Okay. Uh, just having a thing but um yeah some of the moments of actual like this is a woman who has a business who has a dream just getting shat on <laughs> that was some of those i did find a bit uh hard to take i found it very interesting like all of them seem to be unique people like the one with the the boxing gym yeah that sounded cool and then she started shadow boxing in the garden i was like oh shoot she's good like give her the gym i like her but then she had no business experience and then she kept listing i've got like three hundred fifty thousand pounds worth of investment i got a loan from here i've got a grant from here i've got blah, blah, blah. and it was just um uh really amusing that she kept having this whole list and then everyone's come back to that would just be like so where is it like when do you have it and she's like uh like <laughs> I've got, I've got confirmation letters. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to stick a gym in the middle of London when there's where there's 30 other gyms immediately around. Yeah. Them. So your man. So this episode, to be clear for people, I, I guess everyone knows uh, the Apprentice, but like they're really, as Chris mentioned, getting into the nitty gritty of their their business plans. Um, but for someone who hasn't seen any of this season, let alone full episodes of The Apprentice for many many years, um, I just I was just watching a show about some women who had some dreams, and those <laughs> dreams were just getting absolutely slaughtered. So part of me was like, oh, I started out the episode when like they're telling you about their lives and stuff. I'm starting out the episode thinking, oh, it's nice to have dreams. That's nice. <laughs> and then I did. I really one thing I didn't get was that they do like they all saw one of these. They're not dragons. I was about to call them dragons. Yeah. That's dragons. What would you call them? Alan Sugar's associates. Fantastic. Yeah, sure. So they're all seeing one of them. Lord Sugar's. Lord Sugar. Apologies, Baroness Brady. Um, they're all seeing one of them. And I was like, oh my God, that was a lot. And like, they start crying and Baroness Brady has to get out the tissues for like three of them. It's mad. And then I'm like, okay, that was a lot. Now we can move on to the next part of the show. And then they just do a merry-go-fucking round. And it's like the other woman has to see the different associate and the different one. I was like, oh, God, okay, they're just getting bollocked in different ways, apparently. Um, And, yeah, there were definitely... There was this cartoonish element to it where, like, well, like, some of them almost seemed, like, pantomime Mm villain-like. Like, the guy talking about the gym one. This woman's talking about opening a gym. She's already got one. She's opening one more in central London. And the man brings out a map, and he's like, okay, so this is where you want to have your gym. There's literally 21 other gyms within a one-mile radius, and she's sort of smiling politely. Uh, And I will admit, one big guilty pleasure in this guilty pleasure, I was watching all of them positively spin getting shitted on because they all had to just be like, oh, thank you. I hadn't really noticed that, but thank you. Um, But there was this awful, like, I don't know about you, Chris, when you see these, but, like, there was this awful, like, you you didn't do something right at school or for your homework, where he's like, you made a mistake. This is bad. And then they're like, yeah, no, maybe I, I wasn't the best with the numbers. And then the guy in return is like, no, no, no. It's not that you just did something bad. This is really bad. And she's like, I just admitted that. I don't know why you're trying to, like, kill me right now. It seemed like, God, you go. It's it's funny because I think my partner walked in when I was watching it. She goes, they're all really rude to these people. That's so mean. And I'm like, there's been 16 seasons of this, (laughs) as you've just pointed out. Mm. They know what they're walking into. Yeah, I guess not so. Not a surprise. Oh, okay. You're like... talking about the contestant's point of view. Yeah. They've I'm literally watched like... this for years. It's their favourite show. It's probably an honour yeah. to get a bit bollocked. Yeah. Well, oh, not that's... necessarily get, but mm. be better. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Check your nut. They're going to, guess what? They're going to look at your numbers. They're yeah. going to read the shit you write down. Yeah. And it's kind of like, just get it right. That's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. But I... And if it's bad, they're going to shit on you. Yeah. So. But they were all, there was like, there was a part of me, I was watching part of it with my family, and there was a part of me that halfway through was like, but they're all shit. None of them should win. If you're being like really good about 
yeah. you know, I'm going to take on a good businessman uh, or woman, of course, um, and, and especially in this episode. And then um, the two that he picked, like, they were both getting shot on at some point. I think it was yeah. Rochelle and Marnie. Yeah. Have, have we had a finale now? Finales this week. Tomorrow, yeah. Am I going to watch now? This is a very interesting... Oh, going to have to watch. It's either boxing or... Because a lot of this, like... A salon? Yeah, well, the sa- No, no, no. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. no. There's she already salon, had the hair thing is, she already had sweets. It wasn't the hair extensions, and it wasn't the sweets. Bless her, the pick and mix lady. So, like he said, she had thirty three grammatical errors in the first three pages of her business plan. She guessed ten, and <laughs> then she, and then it was really funny. Surely you just go and go none, <laughs> and then she goes. He goes, um, it says you are self-educated. Did you not go to school? And I was like, that's a very harshly worded question. And she was like, no, I left school after my GCSEs. And he goes, but then you went to school. You're not self-educated. And she was like, hmm. I was like, why are we just <laughs> killing these people? It was really, I don't know, man. It was a lot of, um, yeah, I guess. That, it's- that guy has one of my favorite things in, in, in the previous season. Yeah. So the guy who always whips out the, oh, but I checked thing. Yeah. Um, in a previous season, someone said that they had the domain name for their business or whatever. And he went, he went I checked and you don't. Right. And now I have it. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good and he goes i can sell it to you <laughs> that's you really good it. oh my god he was so firstly that is great and there were a few moments like that where it did make me think like oh it's funny what you'll like put on a cv and just assume people won't look so that yeah. that he did actually make me think that a few times in a funny way and he even did that funny thing of um i think it was marnie she had a no 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 it was the pick and mix girl no, yeah. who was it? I can't remember. Someone had a confidentiality agreement at the beginning. And he oh, he made them sign it. <laughs> and she was like, shall I sign here? And he was like, it's your confidentiality agreement. <laughs> it was a lot. Um, and yeah, I guess it's a really... The, the, the she openly went, oh, that was just in the template. Yeah, it was just in the template. I'm sorry. She <laughs> admitted the, it. They've gone into Google and went, gone, business plan template. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to me, as much as you, you're offering me a different context with the fact that these women have grown up watching this show and probably love well, it. I- I mean, you're might, assuming, might, well, right? They're probably two when it started, or it's probably this is <laughs> true, right? They're all yeah. quite young now, but it was it, like that to me was such a good example of like I think it, this was um, the woman who had her hair extensions business. I mm. thought she was quite uh, impressive just in terms of having a track record, right? Part of me was thinking if you were doing this show for real, it's way more about the track record of life rather than these the business plans part. I was thinking like mm. we like. You're the show and you're Alan Sugar. Why don't you teach her how to do the business plan? I don't know. Um, I'm just well, that's like... The, that's what you get if you win. That's what you yeah. get if you win. Okay, fair enough. But something like that where the woman was talking and then I think Baroness Brady goes to her like, do you, do you even believe in yourself or something? And then she suddenly starts tearing up and she was like, honestly, no. And I was like, these people... And maybe this is just more business than the TV show, right? But these people are like so cartoonishly stuck in their roles that they've been playing for 15, 16 years, whatever, that they're like you know you did wrong you're bad blah 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 and then like there's these like women who are just like i don't know i've like tried a thing and <laughs> how do i do it <laughs> and like they're just getting shouted and i was just thinking like for me i kept i think this is a point of shows like this you keep putting yourself in their shoes right for mm. me i'm glad two of them broke in a way it made me feel better about myself the whole point of that was just an exercise and how long can you go without crying because it was just so much like, I don't think you're good. I don't think you're good. And two of them broke. And both times I was like, Jesus. Okay. Like, yeah, it's hard to just sit there and take it. And I guess maybe another thing they're looking for is someone who can take it. Is that a part of it? Is that some sort of badge of honor in the business world? I feel like at the start of this whole thing, like season mm. one and two, it was to find the best business people, business people. out there. Right. And now it's turned into, I have a pipe dream. I'll go on The Apprentice and see if... Oh, that's interesting. In it. Okay, so it used to like, be I like... If you, won the, if you won the first few seasons, mm. you got a job with him or something like that. Mm. Um, and now and it's now, like... And now, now they've moved into the business plan thing. And it's just Alan Sugar investing in people. And right. most of them still do okay, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's another interesting part that um, it's like, this is, as much as it's a show... It's yeah. similar to Dragon's Den in the sense of like these people are really giving them their money and some of them become successful businesses. Yeah. If he's been doing the 16 seasons, he has really put real money, Lord Sugar, yeah. into real people. And clearly that's worked out in a lot of cases or else 
there'd be a he lot of reputational damage yeah. and he'd stop doing it and stop doing the show. So fair enough, they do pick the... Or he gives them 250, but the BBC pay him half a million for the show. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Is it just me or whenever, like, whenever I'm watching any show like this and they're like, it's like 250,000 pounds or it's like... 600,000 or like 40,000. I'm like, give them a million. What are we talking about? Why isn't it just <laughs> it a million? Feel, it does, does feel like it, it, inflation hasn't caught up with The Apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, could, I could talk a bit more just about my own like gasping at, at parts of this. Parts were enjoyable. I thought all five women were, were very personable and fun to get to know a bit. And yeah, vicariously... Um, it caused anxiety on the one hand, but on the other, it was quite, uh, I guess it's a funny word to use, but it was quite thrilling to be part of these, like, ooh. Are you going to watch the finale? meetings? That's a really good question, man, because until we it's were talking bo- about Boxer it. Boxer versus Salon, right? It is Boxer versus Salon, and they had a big hug afterwards, um, a big cry together, and I was thinking, but you're against each other now, be careful. Um, I think I mentioned early on in this season of the Cultural Content Consumption Appraisal Hour that I had Nailed watched uh, <laughs> that I had watched <laughs> The Traitors, and that was yeah. my... I, I, I will do the occasional dalliance with re- reality show, and I feel like I'll binge something, and then afterwards I'll be like, Bleh, I need to stay away from reality TV a bit. So with that one, that did feel so bodily to me. I didn't actually finish it thinking... I uh, want to watch the finale, but now that I've talked, this is the problem, and it's a nice problem. But this is the problem with having a friend to talk to about it. Yeah. Now I've talked to you about it. I kind of want to watch the finale because there are some funny <laughs> uh, loose ends now that I need uh, tied up. But Plus yeah, you get to see all the other contestants come back and help them. Oh, so yeah, in the little preview, the blonde pick and mix lady who she's going to be part of one of the ads or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, can I ask you a question? If you were just the guy. Lordship yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Who would who would you have got rid of? Like, do you think he made the right choices? I, I think the most interesting one was the boxing gym. I guess. Right, right. Why? Well, uh, I th- I thought so too. Why? Because there's lots of salons. There's lots of pick and mix. There's yeah. lots of these weird trippy dessert places. Okay. And yeah. it's a bit more standing out from the crowd. I don't need hair extensions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just personally were like, listen, <laughs> not for but me. Like genuinely, those business mm. plans. None of them made me think. Oh, that's a good idea. It was like that exists. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny that, isn't it? Oh, they, there was a lot of talk about your USP, right? Yeah. What's exactly. your USP? Your unique selling point. One thing that lost me. This is just where I like. If I ever, by uh, some crazy accident, ended up on a show like this, I would have to do my research. One kept getting critiqued for hers idea of being quite cottage industry, and I was like, yes. What? What is that? <laughs> I didn't get that. Either. Okay. Good. <laughs> Because USP, um, my mum was like, what's USP? And I was very smugly like, that means unique selling point. And then Cottage Industry came out. But she was like, what's that? And I was like, listen, I don't know everything, actually. <laughs> um, but You watched it with your mum? Yeah, she watched parts of it. Well, I was thinking, oh. it's a bit reality show. Let's put it on yeah. with the family. I put it on with my uh, sister around as well. And like, she was just like, she kept like, oh, why are they being so mean? Very similar to your yeah. partner. Um and uh, my mum's main thing was like, if they're all bad, how can anyone win? How did they get this far? There was a lot of questions like true. that. <laughs> Very true. Um, but I guess I'm ready to to give you some scores if you've got some guesses for me. So. Yeah. I'm actually taken aback by yeah. what seems like how much you actually enjoyed it. This is funny, right? <laughs> I had a two for your anticipation. <laughs> I had a two for your enjoyment. <laughs> Interesting. And I had a three for your after. <laughs> ah, interesting. Okay. So if you just... And sw- I, don't, I don't know why. <laughs> I can't remember why. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny thing about these scores, isn't it? So actually, yeah. if you just switched around the during so and after... are... My actuallys are, before I felt a nice, pleasant little two... I liked mm-hmm. the idea of something different, for sure. But I was like, yeah. I'd just never been an apprentice guy. So I was a bit like, oh. three was enjoyment. Like, three during, I was just having a bit of a time, to be fair. Two, the morning after, I felt a bit dirty. And I was, like, thinking about those women and feeling a bit bad for them. And just the fact that I don't watch too much reality television. Uh, just, like, yeah, felt felt like a weird so meal. And my two, three, two were my actual scores. You were two that, off. That would have, that would have made more sense. Do you reckon? No, I think yours made sense. I think yours made sense. And I think, I don't uh, know why you would have afterwards thought, actually it was all right. 
<laughs> well, to be fair, I'm now I'm having quite a lot of fun talking about it, and I probably will watch the yeah. finale. So, um, I, sometimes if mm. people are wa- wa- watching it at work, watching I think it with my, bro- my brother watches it as well. I just call him up and go, "What a load of trash that was!" <laughs> and we have a good time. Right. I think I think uh, that is one discovery of this. Uh, podcast it's a very obvious thing in a way but like yeah watching with someone having a bit of like opportunities for water cooler stuff i guess we live in an age where you could be watching and consuming so much content without like any sort of social circle next to it and i think that's actually Mm. quite a key thing to be enjoying it um even if it's online and illusory and you don't actually interact with it too much any kind of community around it um yeah does add to the enjoyment and Um, it's nice it's nice having a weekly thing as well like on nice regular television yes <laughs> which is strange it's nice for you actually because I, I do feel like you're mr all the trendy shows all the fashionable stuff all the not, streaming all trendy <laughs> <laughs> i mean they're usually trending on yeah. netflix uh but i know what you mean uh it's nice that you watch a bit more of a an old-fashioned show i actually really dig that for you and i think yeah i think uh, i can guarantee if i ended up the week after our back to the future episode watching lots of back to the future extras still even though it wasn't relevant to our podcast anymore then i think there's a very high likelihood that i will watch the finale of the apprentice season 16 uk edition um now we are ready for a review of return to the dream canteen by a band called the red hot forgot that's what it was called (laughs) (laughs) return of the dream canteen apologies um by the red hot chili peppers produced by rick rubin released in 2022 um a thing that i didn't realize when recommending it to you because um i'm not sure how clear i was on this but a big part of it was i haven't listened yet either and i've really been wanting to listen to it for a while so how new was it sorry 2022 yeah just last year Oh, God, I had no idea this album existed. <laughs> oh, that's so funny, yeah. So, um, And this was after you saw them, it came out? Yes. Okay. Yes. So they released Unlimited Love, the John Frusciante's Back album. I saw them, they did a tour for it, and then very unexpectedly, late last year, I was like, oh, by the way, we've got a whole new album. And everyone was like, oh, that was a bit soon, but great. And then I think uh, the thing I didn't realise when recommending it to you, which might have made a difference to your listening experience, it certainly made a difference to mine, was... I can't seem to recommend you an album that's under an hour, bro. It was another good hour and 14 minutes. <laughs> oh, I, just, I just delivered the biggest eye roll. Yes, he did. Jeff. Yes, he did. And yeah. can I just say, because I feel like um, Red Hot Chili Peppers fans unite, come together. We're all having a chat. But Stadium Arcadium, the whole gimmick was this album is like too long and that's fun and funny. Let's do that. And it is funny how the last two albums it's been like quite bloated hour plus running lengths that just make a double album. I don't know what I'm talking about, but just make a double album or like make a point of how it's so long. Cause in a way there's such a classically amazing 60 minute or less album in there. Some which is just the classic too long an album uh, criticism that I had to just get out of the way. I was going to say, who's review is this? <laughs> <laughs> because um, I listened to, but please, how, how did you get on with it? So I have a very, funny relationship yes. with this album Ooh, at the moment tell me oh well you've locked your scores in right oh let me check i have yes that i'm, I'm looking I want to make sure now. there's no more cheating yeah, yeah yeah yeah, you're good i just never wanted to listen to it <laughs> <laughs> no i hear that i hear that listen. and i don't and it might have been i looked at the runtime and it was just yeah. an inconvenient run yes I was like i didn't want to have to break it up and i found yeah. myself having to break it up quite a lot yes just because a peek behind the curtain, just work life, yeah. everything for me yeah, this yeah. past week has been a bit much. Mm. Um, I'm so, training. Let me um, just let me just paint the picture for our listeners. So you got a lot of work stuff going on, or yeah. a lot of life stuff going on. Um, am I accurate in saying you are training for a marathon that is imminent? Yes, and, and, a, and a personal best marathon as well. I'm trying to. Train this for. isn't just any old. And, and I'm and I'm struggling with niggles, which is getting me a bit down as well. So I'm <laughs> just in my my headspace everywhere is. All over the shop. So you're saying during a busy week when you're also a working man and you're trying to fit in your runs and you're a bit injured and there's just lots going on. So like your for, friend like, is also saying, oh, but you have to listen to this new album that's nearly like an hour and a half, please, and have a review and have takes. <laughs> and to be honest, this is very much yeah. how your review of Edward Sharp started. Ah, yes. If I remember yes, rightly. Yeah, so just, there's this part of me that is, I actually could have done with just listening to Edward Sharp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that, so, that would have put me some in place. familiar thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And it's one of those things that I'd normally listen, I'd like to listen to music on my run. But in my head, I was like, I have no idea what the Red Hot Chili Peppers are going to throw me. Mm. So I don't know if it's going to help or hinder my run or something like You're that. You're actually finding sense. your runs too important to like just let some yeah, crazy yeah, new music. I'm, yeah, I'm, I hear that. Yeah, I hear I've that. Got, I've got a lot going. I've got yeah. a lot of big stuff going on. Here. 100%, bro. 100%. <laughs> this is fascinating. I feel bad. Um, I should have recommended something a lot more bite-sized, another little 20-minute show can i just can i just crowbar in there this question when life is too much let alone whether it's for a, a, mm. a podcast or just you know you're being friends with someone and recommending stuff what is the most like i am trying not to disrupt your life at all but i want you to consume something for me like what is is it a 20 minute show episode like what is just the most seamless is it something the guy the person already likes that you could have just listened to your two on your run and enjoyed talking about like what is the nice little treat when actually you're kind of already at your wit's end to be honest mm. it was really funny if you'd given me the 1975 i might have been more interested God damn it, i was literally thinking that. i was thinking <laughs> how did i go from he literally brought that up in the episode and said please yeah. i'm welcome and then my brain's off and and like, i don't yeah. know why it was just like in my head i was like the red hot chili peppers are on a shelf somewhere mm. they're like that i've put them up there and it was like I, I can pick them up, but I feel like I've done that in like a different part Dude, of my life. Yeah, yeah. No, this, this is such a natural thing, though. I think we all have these versions of these shelves in our heads. And to me, um, whatever um, was a bit more chill about my week or whatever, Edward Sharp was one, but Metallica was one where like that was mm. fully a shelf I was good with leaving. And yeah. I really had to force through it. But then I think I just had a bit less going on that once I found... Once I found any connection to that album, I was like, oh, I'm going with this now and I have opinions and whatever. But like mm. initially, the first few days after you recommended it, I was like, but they were on that shelf. Why is he recommending something to me that was on the shelf? <laughs> and I guess part of it is the the push-pull, right? You want something to push you a bit out of your comfort zone. But sometimes mm. there's a bit too much going on and a week is a crazy deadline and all this stuff. So trust me, I could, I could spend the whole podcast talking about the parameters of our podcast and how that <laughs> impacts these things. I find it really interesting, but... The and then... Thing, yeah, oh, okay. And then I listened to it. Yes. And without spoiling my scores, yes. sometimes it was a two, mm. sometimes it was a five. Mm. And I I don't know where I landed yet. <laughs> you don't have scores? <laughs> well, I do have scores. Okay. I've written them down. But I don't know. I don't know if I'm confident in them at all. Interesting. Interesting. But, okay. But through the first listen, I think I'm trying to look at song titles and mm. things to, to, to remind me. Yes. Um, Let me have a look. Initially, I think it comes out pretty Chili Peppers hot. Yeah, with with good old funky funky jams and yes. stuff like that. Tip of my then tongue. I got a little bit yeah. Then I got a little bit confused as to what was going on and where I was. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then a song called Eddie came on. Yes, which I knew I really we were going to talk about Eddie. Let's go. <laughs> I think that's the single. And I think I saw. Let me just to to just get this in quickly. Did you did you feel like you got what it was about? <sighs> Eddie, some. Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, that's the right, one. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So when I first saw just the news of it, I was like, oh, like the Chili Peppers are doing a whole tribute song to Eddie Van Halen. Like I've never been mm. much of a Van Halen guy, so that's vaguely interesting, but I'm, I'm more ready for the other songs is what I was thinking. Then it comes up in the album by track four, I think. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus, what a beautiful song. Like, can I yeah. not be a hater on musicians I'm not like aware of anymore, please? If anything, now I need to probably listen to some van halen because i agree that especially on our first one or two listens that just stands out as a really beautiful song yeah and then and then i and then i started to have a bit of a good time again mm. and and i enjoyed um fake as fuck as well which was another song i had a good time with nice and i'm just looking because i was taking screenshots because I, I think i was running i do this actually. i do this yeah <laughs> so i just took a screenshot to remind me of the songs that i was enjoying at oh. the time um i also enjoyed afterlife nice um and Shoot me a smile is like paint by numbers, red hot chili peppers. Yeah, yeah. No. to yeah. be fair, is in like you hear it. Yep. Never heard the song before, but yep. I felt like I knew it. <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally. The, to be fair, I think it's when you are. I very much agree with a lot of the stuff you're saying, and one of them is sometimes I'm here thinking it's a two, sometimes I'm here thinking it's a five. Every yeah. now and again, there was just like yeah, you're yeah, paint by numbers is is uh, one way to put it for sure. But every now and again, I was like, oh, you guys are doing the thing you do. That's nice. Um, very <laughs> yeah, familiar exactly. sounding, yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes you forget John Frusciante's there, and then suddenly a solo comes out of nowhere, and you're like, "Oh yeah, John yeah. Frusciante's here. Yeah, he's he, he's there too." Yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> With his very distinct tone. Now, uh, yeah, very distinct what, tone, right? Um, 
Oh, another shout-out the song, the, the Drummer, as well. Yeah, I was hoping enjoyed. you were going to say The Drummer. Now, one that you haven't said yet that jumped out to me was, let me mm. get the number right, La 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 La. That was so really... I have I yeah. have a comment about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Please. And I want to say Anthony? Yes. That, yeah, yeah, Anthony. Kiedis. Yes. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes I feel like they've left the draft lyrics on the song. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and I feel like there was there was a time when he was like, all right, we've got a good vibe going on. I'm going to come on, come up with some <laughs> lyrics here. But for the meantime, I'm just going to try and get the melody. And yeah. he's there going, ma, 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 cigarette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, have you just, you just like, you haven't f- finished writing the lyrics for this one. You've just kind of left the draft ones in and thought, eh. No one would know. It's funny now, now that they've been going for so many years. I think there's some kids out there. He, like I feel like he literally invented like rap rock and like yeah. new metal were influenced by him and just like he's been so yeah. Um, if anything, he used to be even more aggressively like funk rap guy. And if anything, he got a bit more melodic as he aged. But yeah, some of his melodies are like low key, pretty darn interesting. But then fully agree with you. Sometimes it's like, okay, whatever sounds were coming out of his mouth, he just had to figure out any (laughs) words to go along with them. And his whole thing is not having to like necessarily, unless you've got a Danny California here or there, not necessarily come up with like a whole cohesive narrative behind it and just have fun little painty picture words. Yeah, that is a Mm. lot of his thing. But yeah. Um, So la 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 la. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was, as opposed to, if I'm remembering right, as opposed to a lot of more of the fun, exuberant songs, you see that title, you think, okay, here we go, there's another jam going, then it was a pretty mellow, like, yeah. love song, right? Did you remember liking yeah. that vibe? I, I remember liking the vibe, and mm. I wrote it down, but I couldn't tell you how it went now. Yeah, 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 but it was mellow, <laughs> and it was different. Um, yeah. 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 What's and the... also, the last, the last song was pretty cool as well. Yeah. Um, there was it was some... very vibey. It was very vibey. There was some very weird melodic stuff where I'm like, oh, they're like... They're trying a thing. I'm a big fan of trying a thing. It was and, the... and I'm always up for a trumpet. And I think a third of yeah. the way through the album, there's yeah. a song as a f- and a trumpet came on. And I was like, and I literally wrote down as quick as I could in my notes, trumpet. <laughs> Yay. I think that's always, I think that's always um, going to be potentially a flea one of him yeah. uh, shoehorning some brass in there. But yeah, big fan as well. It's like, let's, let's just talk to this and, for and a to second. Be, I could listen to an album of just flea and the drummer. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. Just, yeah. just, Groovetastic fun. Groovetastic fun. Very well put. Very well put. Um, but let's talk to it for a minute as people who are both interested in music and albums and songs. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do they keep making... And honestly, in this case, I knew after the fact and I was like, I felt a bit bad. There was a nice little 40-minute 1975 album we had literally just been talking about that I didn't recommend you. I know, shameful stuff, shameful stuff. But why, why does anyone do an hour... 10 minutes i feel like as a younger person i was a bit more forgiving of this but now it seems <laughs> irresponsible to me <laughs> I just, I, thing is mm. we've we've made music jeff mm. and every song we put on there we put on there for a reason because mm. we connect with it for whatever right, reason right and i don't hear you out there complaining that the big thief album album was too long or <laughs> no no exactly or um i think a, a one that i'm always thinking of is um hail to the thief by radiohead which for yeah. their standards, I think is just coming close to an hour and there's a bit of bloat on it. And I feel like there's no bloat on that album for Radiohead. For me, no, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent agree. But then you think of the, the precise editors they had to be for an album like King of Limbs and you can see in a different mm. mood, they would have cut half the album. Right. And I bet to this day they will have chats because they're sort of the opposite of the Chili Peppers in this way. Right. Where they're like mm. severely cutting back, severely cutting back. I see them as the opposite in a lot of different ways, vibe-wise, because Chili Peppers are a lot of just like throw it out there, express yourself, put it all out there, and Radiohead are a lot more like, you know, rein it back in, edit it, be a bit more um, meticulous. Then, so this could this could be, mm. and I'm really spitballing here. Please. <laughs> Love that. This could, be, this could be the fact that this is all down to record deals, and mm. they have to, they can only release a album a year, or something like that, whereas... Someone we don't talk about anymore mm. used to release three albums in a year, all of 30, 40 minutes length. Listener, um, he was talking about Ryan Adams. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so there is that point, whereas what would you have preferred? Would you prefer an artist to release three albums in a year or two albums in a year or one long album in a year? Yeah. I you think... get the same amount of songs, yeah. but 
we're out here still trying to be album guys, aren't we? <laughs> we are. Just, I think, if anything, you know what it makes me think of? The real true problem is sometimes I want my friends to be enjoying music with me and it's just how much room do you have in your heart to fall in love with too many new songs and you're right i'm not at all saying that about big thief so maybe i don't know quite where the hypocrisy here is for me because big thief i thought that even you like with it being a slightly new album and having the like oh it was a bit long i don't think you were like oh there was easily like three or four songs i would have taken off it right and 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 as as always Mm. i gave it a second spin yes and And then suddenly and i suddenly was enjoying it more on the second spin yeah and maybe i was in a different headspace maybe i think i was just doing some cleaning around the house and i just had it on in every room and it was quite fun yeah (laughs) sort of wandering around and just trying to get that vibe back and already i was familiar with the songs that i heard yes this is the thing and it was bedding in a bit more this is the thing is that even after i recommended it and i saw the track listing i was like i should have at least like given him the single first or something because a full hour plus i haven't listened to this album before i have to listen to it now i'm it's glad like, i'm enjoying how apologetic you'll be <laughs> <laughs> no but like i'm thinking about it for me too right because I, I do remember metallica and edward sharp it's like i think i ended up in both cases like just picking like long journeys where i was like okay i'm not going to my usual podcasty hmm. comforts i'm going to try this thing but like a full i don't know any song on this album it is like um yeah, it's quite, I don't know why, but probably because we do a lot of listening to things we're familiar with uh, and we're just older and we're a bit more set in our ways, whatever. It's so like, oh my God, I don't know anything on this album. It's a lot. Um, yeah, and the Chili Peppers, I think they do this thing of they find like a rich vein of form and it's really nice in a way, but like they just mm. can't stop making up songs. <laughs> and yeah. it's um, they just get into, I think um, I was reading a bit about this album and it was like during lockdown and John Frusciante was back in the fold. And I think as opposed to Unlimited Love, where it was all a bit like, oh, we're, we're finding the grooves again. This one was like, now we found our, our groove properly and we're really diving into this. And that's one thing um, that my personal listening of this album, I feel like I saw a lot of uh, mediocre reviews for this and Unlimited Love. And for me, mm. it was a big, huge fucking deal that John Frusciante was back and... Listening to both albums, I enjoyed both a lot. I feel slightly defensive about both because I feel like neither got beautiful reviews. And my whole thing is, yeah, it maybe didn't necessarily evolve the Chili Peppers. It's a song mm. like In the Snow that had vibes, I was like, if they did a whole album of like weird, vibey, trippy jams like that, maybe that would. But actually, my priority when, and this is just me being a bit of a sentimental weirdo, I suppose, my whole thing is look at these four friends making music together again, who for a hot minute, they might not have and it wasn't the most likely thing that they would again i would have been mm. losing my mind for one song with all four of these gentlemen on it and now we get two full albums worth so i'm just out here every now and again i enjoy a song or i enjoy a groove and i think that thought and then suddenly the whole thing just takes on a whole other layer of just uh loveliness uh so like I've got a bias. I'm almost like listening to some family friends and being like, oh, my guys. But they just happen to be. Also, you can't deny this. The musicianship is like crazy. Yeah. Like, the thing is, I'm, I'm. Go on. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, it is tight. I don't know if, if <laughs> your screen is frozen as well. No, it's, I'm like, good. You're frozen for me. I don't know if you could just turn your camera off. On the me, whole monologue. Difficult. Yeah. Oh, oh and it? probably for the last 10 minutes, to be honest. Oh, no. Let's see if I come back. Hello, hello. There you are. Now you may. There it. I am. Um, so, yeah, sometimes I'm a bit like, te- I'm not the most like, oh, the technical proficiency matters to me. I'm a bit more of the, oh, I prefer. I was going to say. <laughs> the heart and soul stuff, right? But with this one, I can't when you deny want it. you Jeff can enjoy musicianship. <laughs> the boys got chops here or there. The stuff Flea's yeah. doing, the stuff John's doing. And, and one, one of my favorite things about the Chili Peppers, and it, mm. it's most notable, noticeable on mm. their song, Can't Stop. Yes. But the fact how on that there's the the dryness of anthony's vocals in all ah. the chili pepper stuff no reverb no delay a lot of the time ah, for stuff okay, it's okay, just okay. so it's so clean mm. um it's very very lordy in that fact actually as ah, well interesting. it's very yeah it's very sort of you can hear every enunciation of every word a lot of the time with his vocals and it's something yes. that i always find fascinating is it's not covered up with any effects or anything like that it's literally oh, I, that, bang see that's something that i wouldn't have been able to put my uh, finger on that, that that's fascinating because he's just a weird yeah, yeah as i was saying a bit more of the funk rap guy and now he like as much as i don't think anyone's out here saying like he has a beautiful voice or anything like that yeah but he's definitely got away with a melody and it's very yeah. 
And there's some, yeah, I think the one thing you can't deny about the Chili Peppers, because I think a lot of people, as with any huge band, they get a lot of hate too. They like mm. speak to a whole genre of just like, it's a bit much and stuff like that. But like the one thing you just can't deny, they've got chemistry. These boys, mm. when they play together, they're all they vibing do. with each other. And it's like, if you're also invested in their backstories and the documentaries and all the stuff like this, it's just um, a joy to listen to. I think um, in the first song, Tip of My Tongue, there was a few uh, shout outs to like, um, I think they said Funky Monks are on the run. We've only just begun. I think Funky Monks was like an old nickname they used to have. I think that was one of the hmm. earliest documentaries made about them was called Funky Monks. So there's a lot of like self-referential stuff. And even at the, at the, I think it's the beginning of the song Eddie, which is weird. Mm. There's like a five, ten seconds, like dun 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 dun. dun. Then they, and I was like, that was by the way. They just did a little shout mm. out to the beginning of the song by the way. So I do like that whole thing of like you become such a long-standing band that you can like wink back to your yeah. catalog a lot. Um, and listen, I'm sorry, but the history of this band and the different interplay and the different like relationships and who's been in the band, who's not. I need to put out a recommendation because I'm halfway through it myself, but Broken Record is a podcast hosted by Rick Rubin and Malcolm Gladwell. They talk to creators, artists, thinkers, mostly musicians, actually. Um, mm. And there's this, uh, both Kiedis and Frashanti went on it because of all, Rick Rubin's worked with everyone, but probably his most famous relationship is with the Chili Peppers because he's been with them since they were young. Um, mm. So they both went on to promote um, Unlimited Love. Now, around the time of Return of the Dream Canteen, John Frusciante went back on this podcast four times so far. They've put out four yeah. episodes, and I'm like, I've, I've listened to two of them. And the way this guy talks about his personal life and the journey, because I feel like people who don't properly go uh, looking for the details of the story find it very weird that your man left one of the most successful bands on the planet and then just waltzed back in. Um, yeah. But it's actually a very deep story. And very amazing, and I recommend people check it out via these podcasts. It's really fun. Four podcasts you want me to listen to? Yeah, actually. Jeez. So you start you start with the first two, and that was for Unlimited Love. That's Kiedis and Frashanti, two separate episodes, and then four of just Frashanti. And can I just shout out, right, Stadium Arcadium? You can shout out all you want. <laughs> Stadium Arcadium has like a commentary. I think you can find the video of it on YouTube, but I remember listening to it at the time as an audio track over and over. It's probably one of the most... Um, fun bits of material that Aiden ever made me like realize the reality of being in a band and making some music with your friends is so fucking sick and awesome um and it's just uh, i think john and chad on the one hand and anthony and flea on the other just talking through every song and i know there's versions of this whether it's in interviews or but for some reason just the hour length of it where like each song got its due time for them to talk through like their different journeys with it whatever the Stadium Arcadium commentary track, which I'm pretty sure the whole video is up on, on YouTube. And I remember listening to it as an audio track. So I need to actually watch this video properly at some point. Um, I've never watched the video, but I've seen it because I looked for it. It's so freaking good. It's so cool. And they're all... The thing that I love about it is they're all clearly mates, but they're all so different. And it's just the reality of that. Because sometimes you watch a band, it's like watching a football team and you're like, oh, look, they're all on the same page. They're all doing the same thing with the same goal. And actually you go behind the scenes. Everyone's got such a different personality, a different mood, a different want, need. Some of them are like, oh, you know, I love this track for Chad because Chad gets to do his thing he likes, but I don't immediately connect with it. Um, and then the others are like, oh, but I got into it through this one bass thing I hear and this one melody or it reminded me of something. It's just, oh, I love this commentary and I just can't speak to it enough how... Uh, enjoyable i found it and then if you know that that's uh one of the ways i fell in love with the chili peppers then whatever albums they end up releasing with Frashanti back in the fold of course i'm already a fan from the get-go to be honest with you but you don't like any of the others <laughs> any of the other what ones without john Frashanti. <laughs> oh no 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 i wouldn't say that i was um i was i was into them but it was uh, uh yeah i was just so happy to have him back no 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 some of them are really good oh there's a song called i think it's um uh I can't remember the title. It was the last song on one of the Josh <laughs> albums. Oh, it was so good. No, listen, here or there, they've really knocked it out of the park. I'm going to put that in the show notes. Um, it's not Death of a Martian, because I think that's the last song on um, Stadium Arcadium. I think um, I think we just need to move on, Jeff. We do need to move on. With that said, I want to leave everyone... I think everyone... you've talked non-stop for about eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I leave everyone with this question, though, and you as well? What's the? Is it the glut of songs, like, there's too many? But, like, I was just thinking to, like... Californication, uh, mm. Danny California, by the way, all those more classic, right? And then they've mm. they've now made two more albums. What's the difference between those songs 
being classics and these ones not being classics yet. So a song like Eddie stands out as a single as that might get there. But like, is it just time? Time will tell. Or is it they hit a particularly zeitgeisty moment back in the day? And no matter how many, like maybe they're just not going to write the same quite hits again. It's, it just it was. It's everything. It's context. Mm. It's timing. It's mm. that there are loads of bands in a moment at that time what is it what are we talking late 90s late 90s early 2000s, 2000s. Yeah, exactly. yeah yeah so you've got you've got the Foo Fighters coming out you've got Red Hot Chili Peppers you've got like a wave of bands mm. that just hit mm. a moment a time a culture that we find find nostalgic yes. there are people listening to music now mm. that will connect with them and they true their minds will be classics in five ten years time true it's, I, it's like anything I love how like, you can't the way people it. the way the way the sort of a few generations above me at work love the 80s right we we look back at the 2000s as if it was the best music ever yeah. invented yeah. which is very weird and there are probably people out weird. there now that go what yeah. you heard that shit yeah <laughs> that's so it's just because we look at by the way californication mm. and that sort of stuff as classics other people might not this is true this is true my whole definition this is, this is in your own yeah head, really. totally totally i think i just i think i i love how unpredictable it is when everything is too new for you to know right and mm. it very much depends on how it goes okay apologies that was just so uh yeah, yeah. okay now yeah so we're playing a game remember we are playing a game <laughs> and you were two off and i am not gonna i'm conf i uh, i was more confident in our scores before you gave me the whole sob story at the beginning which is just so classic us right um okay <laughs> now i thought you were on a nice solid three of anticipation I was like, yeah, I'll take some new music. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm thinking that should have been two. Um but enjoyment, yeah. I basically I think uh now that we've had the chat and I know a bit more about how your life was going Stop at the same time. Being around the bush, what did you have? I gave you the scores that were just the scores I felt, which is three and then four and four. Um and I think you're gonna have gone for three, three and three now we'll see. Two, three, three. Ah, oh, two as well, you know. Okay, no, that yeah. that 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 checks out. So two, three. <laughs> Good. I'm three. glad. I'm glad you agree with my opinion. <laughs> I agree with your opinion being the opinion that is yours. Um, <laughs> so I was three off. You were two off. Um, in theory, we have a winner today. Now, I I'm I'm gonna put it out there that mm. cultural content consumption. Right. These are, mm -hmm. these are three C's. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, CCC appraisal hour at gmail.com. Okay, people. Yep. Okay, listeners. I want you to email us in because um, we have a few reasons we would love to, to get some uh, communication from you. We would love questions for mailbags, for episodes, mm -hmm. for listener questions, things you want to recommend, things we should be recommending to each other. Get in our DMs, so to speak, or just email us at our new Gmail account, CCC appraisal hour at gmail.com. Give us some um, of your time and um, it will pay off. You will feature on our episodes. But there's one very key thing that we've been discussing recently that we want your take on. It sort of harkens back to what Christopher was talking about when it comes to just squeezing in a full album. This week was a lot, right? I've, I've got this this feeling that to keep this podcast sustainable, some a very fun gimmick we've had is the each giving the other something to review right so every week it's a really fun weird contrast this week the apprentice mm -hmm. and the red hot chili peppers but i've got a feeling if the winner plus we could improve like the stakes of this thing right if the winner so this week it was christopher so uh we're not doing it this week but we'll see what the listeners say um yeah because I've, I've still got takes on your take on this by the way uh, you, you've still got takes on my yeah proposal. i really yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, please. Back to you before we hit record. Oh, no worries. <laughs> so, no, no. Talk, talk with me. This. Let me just uh, to, to yeah, finish yeah. putting it out there. I think potentially what we could look into doing is the winner just recommending the thing that both of us consume and, and talk about because then the next episode would just be a review episode of this okay. thing one thing what's your what's your take on on that well Chris? how does that how does that end up being how does anyone win in that that episode uh we'd still do the guesses and the scores so the reviewer guess the person who pitched it guesses what the other person thinks yeah but then, wait, but well, then how does the other person win no 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 like uh so okay so i recommend you red hot chili peppers yeah right and then i guess your scores yeah and then you guess mine i can oh, still have scores thing. 
Can you still have scores? Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I, I. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, I just think your your Tell concerns us. was that you end up consuming two things because you want to be able to talk about the thing that you pitched, yeah. right? Well, in my head, yes. if I know I've got time to watch the thing <laughs> that I'm pitching, sure. Then I'll pitch that thing. If it's not, it'll be something that I've already. I just manage my own time. Right, what, right. Okay. So I Chris, kinda, Christopher's I, counterpoint is manage your life better. It's a bit of Apprentice getting shot on. We're doing right now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I didn't mean that. Get didn't it mean together. Like that, no, I know you didn't. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like, so, like, I pitched you Back to the Future, knowing that I'm not going to watch Back to the Future, but I've seen Back to the Future and I could talk about it. Sure. But then, but yeah, but then I think when you pitched me Punch Drunk Love, you hadn't watched that in like twelve yeah. years or something. Yeah, so. yeah. No, there's, there's, and um, to be fair, uh. I don't know, the more we're doing these episodes, even when I have tried that method of like, oh, yeah. I already know this. I'm like, oh, but shoot, I want to talk about it with a bit more like freshness. Yeah, and yeah. I end. So there's basically there's there's two options, people, that we just want to hear from you. Um, me and Christopher will continue to talk about this. I hope sure. you just get a barrage of emails saying manage your life better. <laughs> we want to. <laughs> you heard it, people. Subject line, manage your life better. <laughs> we, we are. Uh, content of this email is. I agree with Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I want one of two things. Either review two things, all yeah. caps, or review one thing. I'm just very curious yeah. what listeners who enjoy us reviewing stuff would prefer to hear. Would you like the reviewing the two different things with the super weird contrast? Do you like the idea of reviewing one and just having a bit more time to go on deep dives and do the one thing? Because I think our scores could be the same. Um, the, the, and the... do you miss any of the segments that we're not going to get to because Jeff spoke about the Chili Peppers exactly, for 15 minutes? Exactly, exactly. Do you, do you like odds and ends? Do you like the week that was? Yeah. Do well... you want to hear about my trip to Hamilton? Which yes, I'm not going to have time to do. talk about today. No, but at least you got to refer to it. And that, yeah, that's not fair because you, uh, you doubled down on needing to know where I was at the movies lately can we uh can we sign off today with just any sort of glancing remark on your trip to see hamilton it was fucking incredible was it oh, yeah good. it was everything i wanted and more. really oh great review yeah great review everything he wanted great and more seats it was like seeing your favorite band jeff i've watched wow. the, the the broadway film on oh Disney. okay i've i've listened to the soundtrack about 20 times and i went there and i was not disappointed i am was, so was i wasn't great. fully aware of that that's so interesting to me you so it was like seeing one of your favorite bands you've literally listened yeah, to their they album played, they played all the hits <laughs> <laughs> and i know that for a hot minute it was uh quite important where you were sat yeah. and you did yeah. lots of research and that all, I did. Did, it, did it all pay off <laughs> all paid off it Fantastic. was great Oh, I'm so glad wonderful. to hear it. Um, okay, and, well, and it's difficult because I want to recommend Hamilton to everyone, but no, you it's can't be a doing difficult. That. But it's a difficult That's thing rude. to recommend. Yeah, listen, we're not all in a certain economic bracket. We can't be out here re- recommending no, 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 but I mean, Hamilton. I I discovered it by watching ah, and the, that's the thing thing on Disney. Yes, the original Broadway cast. Yeah, but part of me is like, if if someone's going to watch that, I really want them to watch it, and you know turn the volume up have a great experience and mm. watch it properly um dude i literally until you've yeah. been saying it i never even considered doing it that way yeah. i was like either i'll go see it live first yeah. live he says yeah the show and then one day i'll listen to the other stuff the yeah. broadway blah, blah blah or i'll just give up on seeing it live and i'll watch the broadway thing i never even considered you could just watch the broadway yeah. disney plus yeah. whatever then go see it when you can go see it so that's really interesting yeah. to me that you did it that way and uh yeah so, yeah. it, was, it was a lockdown thing. I think they, they rushed the, yes, the yes, release yes. in lockdown to give people something to watch at home. Yes. And, and I immediately I just connected with it. I just think it's I think it's absolutely brilliant. The funny thing is, at this point, I think um, it got so big that it's almost like... I think if you do hear about it these days, it's more like in a jokey way because it just got so huge. But I think yeah. I'm remembering the first few months of it coming out. Everyone just loved it so much. I'm really happy to hear just an uncynical, I enjoyed Hamilton take. That's really fun mm. because um, I think uh, yeah things get too big and then everyone feels like they have to shit on them. So that's interesting. And I still really, 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 really want to see it too. So that's a fun yeah. one to end on. Do we have any? We've done the week that was in culture for the both of us. Um, yeah, but we've gone over an hour and I haven't even given you your pitch. Oh, this is true. Pitch to me, my friend. <laughs> so pitch so to we, me. Need, we need to pitch and we need to get out of pitch here. Pitch <laughs> and get out of here. Let's go. All right. For you, Jeff. Yes. I'm going to be kind because I know you're going away. Yes. So, um, I just want you to watch 20 minutes. We're going something. away on holiday, by the way, everyone. No, no need to panic. We're good. Yeah, yeah. I'll be back. Um, and I do also have a backup if you, ah. want, if you want another one. I've got another one as well. So um, I like cartoons. I yep. watch a lot of cartoons when I go to bed. Love this. Um, and one of my favourite cartoons, hmm. um, because it's better than Family Guy, is American Dad. <gasps> Interesting. 
Um, so, and this episode of American Dad has two moments in it that I quote and use on a daily basis. Really? <laughs> so, yeah, they're just they're just they're just things that are now seeped into my my brain and i say them quite a lot um and this episode is season three episode seven wow that's early <laughs> love that okay um and i'm gonna give you the title of the episode as well yes i was gonna ask subject subject to where it was released whether it's the uk release or the american release the series and the episode numbers are all a bit funny kind of like futurama gets a bit mixed up depending on where you're looking at it Interesting. from um so season three episode seven and the episode title is called of ice and men of ice and men let me just whack that down in the old google doc okay i have a cartoon can i give you a backup episode if you want another sure this is a new uh thing i like it what's a backup episode surely just the next one season five episode oh, wow. nine okay <laughs> entitled stand time stand time stan as in the guy's name is stan Smith. i, I see and time, stand time as in time stan from uh south park Nope. Oakley Dokley now. <laughs> That's fantastic. But the, the main one is of ice and men. Of ice and men is the, is the yeah. main plant-based meat for us. And then there's a little dessert, potentially. Um, yeah. But you, Christopher, mm-hmm. I feel bad. Um, I don't want to feel bad. <sighs> no, I feel bad for last week. F- okay. So instead, all I have to say to you is this, okay? 38 minutes and 36 seconds. Of... It's called Future Me Hates Me, and it's an album by a band called The Beths. And it's 38 minutes, 36 seconds long. Now, after all our music chat, this is really interesting, but like, I've been desperate to recommend this to you for a while. And this is the really interesting thing about our Mm. podcast, which is like, this is just, this is kind of what we do anyway, right? We always want to recommend. But this, for me, is a big uh, experiment in how much context uh, is helpful or not. Um, yep. is, uh, and for this one, I'm just telling you the name of the band, name of the album, mm-hmm. and the running length, and very interested to talk about it with you later. How many Beths are there? How many Beths albums? How many Beths members? No. Members. Because <laughs> four... it's the Beths. Are they all called Beth? No, just the main, no. the main lady is called Beth. Um, Fair enough. Yes. Uh, okay. They're from New so Zealand. So it's like being in a band called the Anusis. It's, uh, it's like being in a band called the Christophers. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> I okay. think we've come to the end. Do you reckon? The end of our I podcast episode. Podcast episode 11. CCC, praise allower at gmail.com. Review yep. one thing, review two things. I'm very, <laughs> review two things. I'm very curious yep. what you think, but also hit your us favorite up with... segments, your worst segments. Yeah, and segments questions and things you want, want to recommend. Um, please Do hit us up. Do you have any takes on what we've reviewed? Yeah, please, if you just want to abuse us and get stuck in, we will read out good reviews and or comments that we can debate with um, 100%. So get in touch, have good weeks, consume nice content, be good and uh, mindful with your cultural diets, and uh, goodbye. Take it. If you don't like when we misspeak or boost the audio or unpeak, the microphones bleed because they're so cheap. We're sorry to your ears. If you don't like the intro or the bit in the middle of this outro Or if you don't like the whole show, question why were you here? If you don't like the podcast, if you think we both speak too fast Too many tangents never stay on task, pick up a book instead If you don't like what we recommend If your patience wears thin towards the end If you think you could do better with your friend Please go ahead If you don't like this content Or like me, the word content Then please go be more content And never listen to us again